Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one or three glasses at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. This week, I am so excited because we're talking about making your Thanksgiving the most delicious ever. And my friends from Wine World join me in studio. We're going to introduce you to some great wines that are sure to make your whole family happy while not breaking the bank. That's important for me. (laughs) Then we'll give you some great tips on reducing your work in the kitchen so you can drink more wine and adding a little more spice to this year's Thanksgiving feast. You know, you got to change it up every year. You can't have the same old, same old. All right, sips of the week. We start with the wines for Thanksgiving. And in studio, Michael Cullison and Rachel Heron are here from Wine World. Welcome to the show. Yes, hey, it's good thanks. to be back. You guys are like regular friends now. Yes. Yeah. Almost, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to check out Wine World, they're at mywineworld.com. You're in Abingdon, mm-hmm. Maryland, correct, in Hartford County. And you've bought, we're going to kind of... Focus, you bought and brought me two white wines, and you're going to join me later uh, at another time to focus on red. So right now, we're just focusing on Thanksgiving and white wine. Yeah, Thanksgiving's tough because you always think, do I want one wine to go with the whole meal Mm -hmm. or different wines to go with each segment? And then there's always the question of who likes what, how many people are coming and who likes what wine? So it's kind of tricky because there's lots of different flavors on the table. It is. What do you <laughs> think, Rachel? I, I think that, you know, one wine for Thanksgiving is a little boring. I mean, I feel like, you know, <laughs> just to get the party started, I mean, you're around family. So drinking's kind of just hand in hand with Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, if I'm around my family, I have to drink. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but it's part of it. And yeah, it does kind of give an anchor to the meal and it gives people something to talk about if you have choices. For instance, some people just like my mom, she loves Chardonnay and just no matter what we're eating, she wants her Chardonnay. So I got to have that. Mm -hmm. Right. But then I can have a little fun with a couple of other whites that maybe she's never tried and kind of slip them in and get her to try them (laughs) during the meal. Uh, Do you guys try to try to indoctrinate your family to the wines you love, too? (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of open bottles on the table and, you know, you don't fill the glass up, have half a glass that way you can try something else. And if you fall asleep after dinner, they blame the turkey anyway. Right. It's that. (laughs) It's that tryptophan or whatever that stuff is in the turkey. It's not wine at all. I know. Well, the one thing, you know, people are always asking me, when you plan a meal, just any old meal, do you start with the wine and then do the food or start with the food and then do the wine? Well, here, we kind of start with the food because Thanksgiving is pretty traditional. We'll make it some tips later on how to, like, kick all these things up a notch. But we know we got the turkey. Turkey's pretty neutral, though, isn't it? I mean, that's not really the concern for me on the on the table, is it? Yeah, it's usually neutral and it's usually dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling your wife you said yes. that. All right, and uh, but the sides are where you get some really interesting things you have to kind of maneuver yeah. with the pairing. Uh, on ours, we have several kinds of stuffing because we can't agree on one. And uh, I'll post on my website, Chef Forrester, my husband does stuff in muffins. Because wow. I like oyster stuffing, as do, do my side of the family. But his family and, and he love sausage stuffing. So we have both. We oh, have right. them in muffins. So you just choose which one. <laughs> it is really awesome. It is really awesome. And then the other hard part in Maryland, sauerkraut is a big part of Thanksgiving, which right. I always thought was everywhere. I had no idea it was a local thing I'm, until you know, years later I when I met my wife. Yeah. yeah. Well, we definitely have to talk about that. Yep. So, all right, sauerkraut. 
we'll keep that on the back burner. Yes. So let's start with the first wine you hear have here in my left hand glass. What do we have that you think is great for Thanksgiving? That is the Elk Run Gewürztraminer. Uh, it is a Maryland grown Gewürztraminer. Actually, the only Maryland grown Gewürztraminer in the state. Um, Grown Mount Airy. Really I love that. Great. I've been to the winery. Have you? Really nice. Yeah, I've yeah. heard really good things about it. But this wine is definitely indicative of how great the winery is there. Um, just a lot of flavors. I mean, if you take a sip of it, you can definitely get all of that lychee, honeycomb, mango, uh, really mm. bright uh, fruit flavors, floral flavors. And at the end, you get that ginger, a little bit of Meyer lemon. And this finish on this wine is just so long and complex would go well with anything that has like a strong flavor. Agreed. Yeah. And you know what I what I like about Gewürztraminer is a German grape. It's tough to say but easy to love. <laughs> <laughs> so Gewürz means spicy in German, Traminer means grape. So they always have that spice on the end that you're talking about, yeah. you know, that little touch of that. And there is a little bit of residual sugar here, but because the acidity is really well balanced, it doesn't feel sweet. I always tell people Gewürztraminer is like Riesling with a little bit more. Yes. You get yeah. that little bit of spice to it. So it's very, if you like Riesling, you like it, but it's always got a little bit more. Right. You get that little ginger and that little spice added to it. And I always think that uh, the sides are what I want to focus on. Uh, and actually tomorrow on WJZ in the morning, I'm going to be doing a segment on Thanksgiving pairings between eight and nine. And four sweet potatoes with the little bit of marshmallow on top, I think if that is the thing that you love, this will go with anything on the oh, table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if that is your obsession, because sides, let, let's face it, I have like a piece of turkey and then everything else is sides, yeah. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you fill up on the sweet potato, I think the Gewürztraminer is like a perfect pairing for that. Oh, yeah, because a little bit of sweetness and that dryness just kind of sucks up the rest of that sweetness from the candy yams. And the spice that's in there oh, too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I think this nutmeg goes in there oh, yeah. and some other yeah. things because my mom does ham with the spice cloves oh, the cloves that go in yeah. and we have oh, ham on thanksgiving table you also have ham and turkey and turkey both oh, yes so I'm this coming goes over. great with ham also <laughs> <laughs> so remember this for easter because it's great with ham it's really delicious and you know what thanksgiving is an american holiday so i love that you, this wine is not only from america it's also from right here in Maryland, awesome. and so it's fun. Yeah. yeah. What did you say the retail on this was again? Uh, the retail on this is twenty one ninety nine. Wonderful. That's where we had a rush on this wine last year, and I couldn't figure out why. They had it on House of Cards. They had a bottle sitting That's out on the table, right. and everybody came in looking for it. So it was a and big rush. And if it's rush. good enough for Kevin yeah. Spacey <laughs> and what's what's the actress that plays the wife? What's her name? Ooh, I have no idea. <laughs> Sean Penn's, oh Sean Penn's, oh, Robin, oh, Robin yeah, Wright. Right. Thank you. Robin Wright. I'm sure Penn. she hates with that we remember she was married to Sean Penn. But that's right. They had Elk Run, and I love mm-hmm. that show. I can't oh. wait to binge watch the next season whenever it comes out. All right, so perfect for the dinner table because all the spice, even in that sausage mm-hmm. stuffing I mentioned, oh, yes. this would be a great offset. Spice, you got a little bit of fruit, and it's a perfect pairing. And it leaves you licking the roof of your mouth because it gives that coating. It does. And if you have that Aunt Martha or Gertrude or whoever it is that wants her white Zinfandel, I think she's going to be happy with this wine, and you can avoid... It's one that I call sweet enough. <laughs> yeah, sweet you know, enough, exactly. Sweet enough. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's take a quick break so I can finish my sweet enough. And then we're going to be back after the break to see the next Thanksgiving white wine that you've brought me. I'm here with Rachel and Michael from Wine World. We'll be right back on The Sipping Point. 
This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we're back with Michael and Rachel from Wine World talking Thanksgiving wine. Focus white wine right now. You're going to come back and we're going to do red wine uh, because, you know, they're just people that say to me, I only drink white or I only drink red, which I always want to change their mind when they say that, don't you? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of drives me a little crazy. But you really do have to have a, a variety if you're hosting a Thanksgiving or even if you're going as a guest and you want to bring a bottle. You know, bring a bottle of red and white because everybody's going to want something different. But if they drink with me and they only like one type, it means more wine for me because uh, I drink some of each one. Perfect. So. <laughs> All right. So we had the lovely Elk Run Gewürztraminer, and we were talking about how great that is with everything on the table, especially the uh, sweet potato, I thought, or the sausage stuffing. Now, what do we have in the other glass here on the right? So now in the other glass, we have the infamous goose, Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, this vintage is 2013. So this one, you say Sauvignon Blanc, not really a Thanksgiving thing, but I think you're wrong. Mm, the, I would never say that. Well, I'm not saying But, you, but I know people saying, that listen, would say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, grown in Marlboro River Valley, uh-huh. and uh, it's sandy loam topsoil that covers deep layers. So it's actually low fertility, which makes the vines work a lot more. Yes. So in the, lo- so in the wine, it actually lends a lush, aromatic, ripe fruit on both the nose and the palate. Mm. And I just took a sip. It absolutely does have this amazing nose to it where you get tons of that citrus and and a little even minerality from the soil you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then on the palate, it explodes. Good acidity. And of course, we know here, us cork dorks, that acidity means food friendly, especially when it has that fruit to match. It is zesty. It is very, very zesty, zesty. Yeah, and lemon very lively. And lime, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I love that oyster stuffing I mentioned, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people even in this area have that. It's to me this is great because oysters and this kind of wine are such a great match. Uh, I I love the idea of this and the green bean uh, casserole oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. That would be great with this. Oh, I love it. And uh, this is just good pairing with uh, just turkey too. I mean, I feel like right. the dryness of the turkey and the dryness of this actually kind of would. Would be a great match. Yeah, definitely. And there are so many, as I do events around the country, corporate events or consumer, so many people love New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. It is a style that people are really aware and comfortable with now. Do you find that at the store? Yeah, and a lot of people think when you think New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs that you're left on the finish like licking a brick, really super, super dry. But with (laughs) this one, this one isn't like that. It's really, the acidity is kind of really balanced where you pick up the citrusy and the lemon lime, but... It right. doesn't leave you bone dry on the finish. I totally agree. What was the price point on this? Uh, this is twelve ninety nine. Retail. What? Yeah, twelve ninety nine. Now that's nice. Yeah, it's that's a really great. sophisticated Sauvignon Blanc for twelve ninety nine. I think uh, for such a food friendly one. Absolutely. And um, I was reading a little bit about this wine the other day, and the infamous goose is this. Uh, non-flighted. It's this big goose that can't fly, I guess because it's so darn big. It's like giant. <laughs> um, so it doesn't fly, but it's known to be in that area. Um, the Marlboro's in that South Island, but all the way in the north top part. So someday I got to go over there and actually see. And as Les Nessman taught us, turkeys don't fly either. <laughs> I love it. WKRP. All right. <laughs> is, that, is that WKRP? Yes. All right. See, wow, Rachel that, has no idea what I'm talking that about. That is like, yeah. <laughs> no we totally idea. aged ourselves, yeah, yes. Michael. I love that. I, love, I, of course, was in the womb when that show was on, but I didn't see it. <laughs> All right. So I have a question for you. We just had two great whites. 
But I love to start the whole shebang out with some appetizers. Yeah, because you don't get enough food on Thanksgiving and some sparkling wine. So what would you suggest for a sparkling wine? We have always have shrimp cocktail and maybe some, you know, some cheese or some other dips that people bring. What sparkling wines would you suggest? Prosecco is really good because it's lively, it's fresh, and it really mm-hmm. goes well. And also like a brut rosé. So like yeah. a nice dry rosé would really go good. And there's plenty available. Right. But Prosecco is really like the hot sparkling wine right now. It's it is. And you know, it's funny. I did a live um, virtual stream wine tasting last night and uh, we were people were asking me about holidays. And of course I said, Prosecco, I feel like it's such a crowd pleaser. And whenever I even have like people that are diehard beer drinkers, they seem to like Prosecco. <laughs> it's just not a hard stretch for them. Right. And somebody said, oh, well, Prosecco is like the soda pop of wine. Um, so I guess it, I had a wine snob on the line or something. But I love Prosecco. I if you're yeah. making bellinis or mimosas, that is the it's go-to. Fun. It's fun. Really is it good. something you're going to sit around and let, you know meditate upon and you know wax poetically about? No, but it <laughs> tastes delicious. It's affordable. And I think all your relatives, no matter what their wine preference, are going to enjoy it because it's in the middle so the sweet and dry people are all going to like it because it's got that bright fruit and it's really lively so it's a good crowd pleaser yep and then you also mentioned a brute rosé so Mm -hmm. if somebody is you know likes a little bit more of a dry wine and prosecco is a little too tutti fruity for them then you're looking for more a a dry sparkling wine and a rosé i think is a great choice Yes, guys, you can drink pink. (laughs) Michael says so, so you can do it. (laughs) So uh, I love Gruet. That's what I was going to mention. That's the one we're going to have this year. Okay, perfect. Yeah, they make a great Brut Rosé. I think it's really delicious. And uh, right, under 20? And you, when you taste it, you're like, this is from Albuquerque, New Mexico? It's like, I know, what? Yeah. Conversation piece, yeah. another American wine. So yeah. it's just a great, mm-hmm. uh, wonderful. So these are all delicious. Now, you guys... I already gave the website, but you guys also do a radio show. Uh, give the listeners a little idea of if they want to tune into Wine 101, where they can hear you. We're at the local college radio station in Hartford County, so it's 91.1 WHFC. And we have a website. It's wine101radio.com. So How we have did all you get of our that address? <laughs> I know. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So Good we put all you. of our shows up there, and we actually, last week was our one-year anniversary yep. of taping the show, so oh, we've had a lot of fun. congratulations. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm, that, that's something to drink, too. Yes. Yeah. I'll drink to anything, really, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, uh, Michael and Rachel from Wine World, you can check their store out at mywineworld.com, the radio show at wine101radio.com. And at the end, I'm going to tell folks about a chance to come visit me and you guys at the store on December 6th. We're having a little open house. We're going to have a lot of fun. But uh, thank you so much for your white wine Thanksgiving tips. You guys are going to come back and give me some red ones next week, correct? Yep, we're going to have fun picking out some good ones. All right. Thank you so much. We'll be right back on The Sipping Point.